Hey, everybody, it is Jordan and Garen, and we're back talking about the last week of the Your Work Matters series. See, it took all six weeks, but I said Your Work Matters. You got matters. it. You didn't. I don't even remember what you usually say. I usually say, like, God at work, or oh, God at work. You are at yeah. work, or, or, but I got it. Your work matters. Yep. Your work you've, matters. You've drilled it into me. Good. So this was the finally succeeded. Finally, <laughs> that's been the whole point of it all is that you would say that right at the end. That's of right. This. Well, mission accomplished. All right, let's pack it up and go home. <laughs> so your work matters. This was the sixth <clears throat> and ultimate sermon, uh, talking about how God's goodness permeates our lives, and so we're not just looking to be Christians on Sunday in church, but right. that we take His glory into our workplace. Yeah, everything. The Sunday's from Monday. That, Yeah, that our faith applies to that Monday to Saturday as much, if not more, than to our Sunday, right? right. I mean, it applies to all of it, but yeah, because that's where we live, right? And if the, we're going to have impact, it's, it's where you live. And what good is it if it never leaves these walls? Yeah. You know? Yeah, what's the point? If we just do a, if we're spiritual here and we leave and it doesn't affect our life, then... yeah. You uh, you told us that we were gardeners and that we need to look for our garden and view ourselves as restorers and gardeners. And you got us really in touch with this gardening language from the Bible and from Genesis. And so that was really helpful. And so this last one was kind of taking it the next step. Yeah, I felt like in that gardening and the restore, that Jeremiah 29, like let's even get more practical, like more categories to think of how I can do that. Yeah, you're trying. I got the sense that you were trying to make this as applicable as possible. Yes. Uh, eliminate any ambiguity or confusion, so that it's like this is. These are the specific ways to think about this. Yes. So that I can kind of quantify it and study it and just know how to do it. Yeah, because well. we've all heard like, go have an impact, go do something, and then you're like, but how? I don't know how to think about it. And mm -hmm. yeah, so that's been my goal is to be very practical with it. So yeah. Okay, so jumping right in, you took us through three roles that are present, not just in the Bible, but you think you think that God is asking us to do these things, to live these things out as we are gardeners and restorers too. And those three roles are prophet, priest, and king. And I'll just say it briefly, and you can add to it or correct me if I missed anything uh, on the live stream yesterday because I wasn't feeling well, so I was watching on YouTube. Uh, but the prophet, his job is to, his or her job is to bring Truth and wisdom, right, to a situation. Yes, God's truth. For mm -hmm. the priest, it's to uh, embody God's love and care to people. Yes. Right? And then the king or queen. You said queen from the stage. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, I, I started bringing in the king and queen. So king you or know, queen? Because you're speaking to, to women that are out there who right. are, like Lana, running a business or they're home with their kids or whatever. They're teaching a class. and Yeah. So we're kings and queens of Narnia, right? So the king or queen role would be uh, to lead and influence others well. Yes. And so those are the three roles. So I guess my question is, first of all, like, do you determine which of these are for you by your giftings? Like, I'm just naturally this or naturally that? Or like, how do I even start thinking about which of these I might be? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and my answer would be, is number one, I do think temperamentally I lean towards one of these. We kind of did a test, this a thing, an assessment this morning and staff that I do, I'm better at one of these than the others, but the thing I clearly see in scriptures, I'm called to all three. We are to be a royal priesthood. That is, it's who we are in our identity and we're to live that out. I am to live that kingly function, that priestly, and we're called in First Peter 2 to also proclaim or declare him. So I'm called to all three. It's kind of like there's a gift of evangelism in the New Testament, but Paul tells Peter, do the work of an evangelist. 
And so to me, yeah, I'm temperamentally bent towards one of these, but we are to be all three of these. That's who Jesus was, and as people with his spirit residing in us, that we are also to embody all three. And and to work on the ones where I'm weak, right? That temperamentally don't fit me, but I'm I understand I need to do all three. And so I want to work at developing. And that was part of my application question is like, if you picked your weakest one in 2023 and you took one step to get better at it, what would it be? So can I I just thought of this pushback. Can I push back a little? Sure. What if I read the Bible and I say, you know, David was just a king, or uh, you know, Nehemiah was just a prophet, or somebody else, Levi was just a priest. Like they had one role. Why am I trying to do all these things? God made me with the giftings of one of these things. He made David for a purpose. He made those people for purposes. He made me for a purpose. Why am I trying to do all these things? Shouldn't I just focus on the one that I'm good at? Yeah, great question. So I'd go back to Exodus 19 that originally he said, I want this nation to be a kingdom of priests. And they said, no, we're not going to go up there. We're not going to take, we don't have any part in this. We want you to be a representative. And then God went to plan B, which is, okay, I'll create a priestly class. That was never my intent. Okay. Never my intent. So his intent was always that they be royal priests declaring his glory among the nations, that all of them. That was his like plan B, accommodating. Then Jesus comes and fulfills all roles. And now his spirit is in me. And he is empowering me to embody those three roles to the world. Because God didn't want Israel to have a king either. No, he didn't want them to have a king either. And they either. said, yes, yes, give us a king. Exactly. And he said, okay, fine, if you make me. He wanted them to be a nation living under his authority as ah. royal priests who were proclaiming his glory. Okay. Yes. So what you're saying to me is that these things, if I have the Holy Spirit inside me, the I have a leaning towards one or two maybe, but that God is actually calling me to do all these things. Yes. And so if I'm not naturally a king, you know, I'm not a natural leader and influencer, that I don't get to just cop out and say, well, that's right. just not me. No. Like God has created me for that. And so I need to work on being better at that, even if it's not natural yes. for me. And we all have influence, right? And I need to do it well. Yeah. And also that's why I was showing in in Genesis 1 and 2 and a new creation. That royal priesthood language is in both of those. So it it. He's designed humanity to reign over creation with him as priests, the way we do it. That proclamation comes in the brokenness, but we're, we're called to that right now. We're called to declare his glory, to take the good news to people. So, yep, all three of them I'm supposed to do. And so then where am I not strong and where can I work? How can I work on that so that, and that's kind of how I've, you know, been thinking about even my role here at 12th is if, you know, whenever I step out of this role, who knows, 10, 12, 15 years, I don't know. But that I will be able to say to God, I have worked on growing in these three areas in that position. And Lord, I've stewarded that. And I'm, you know, with your help, I was trying to get better at it. I think that's what we should be doing. So, and I'm here to church, right? But I have a family and I have other places of influence. I've got a neighborhood, but, you know, for some people it's in their business or it's in their, their classroom or just whatever, right? So if I'm hearing you right, then... This prophet, priest, king language, it's not like, oh, these are three jobs that God is adding to my list of things to do. I got to think about being these three things. It's like this call has always existed. Yes. And the three roles of prophet, priest, king really just try and help you to break it down and understand different aspects yes, of it. Yes, right. It's just kind of giving you categories to kind of It's think. really just for our benefit to understand it better. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
see on on first glance it's kind of like oh i'm this is being added to my plate it's something extra to be but it's like this call was always here this is just a new way yeah to think it's about. just kind of giving people some categories of like oh i've got this role and this role and this and okay yeah to help us think more clearly about how do i do my work instead of coming with a blank slate yeah and like okay i'm supposed to tell people about jesus but that's not hard right. that's not easy right i don't know how to do that I'll just be ethical. That, I think that's how most people mm, preach work, right? Yeah. All they do is they show up and like, okay, I'm going to not lie and steal and cheat. I'll, I'll work hard. And I hope that somebody will talk to me about Jesus because I don't know how to do that. And that's all that how people think of work. And I really wanted to give them other ways of like, you're a gardener bringing order. You're a, you're a store bringing the shalom of God, you know, bringing a taste of Eden. You're these three things. It, it gives, to me, it's a way to think about work that, that hopefully will overflow into doing things well. And it's freeing and liberating because without this view, it's kind of like, oh, God is only pleased with me if I am shouting his name from the rooftops. Yes. Or if I am having intentional conversations about him, whether or not people are ready for that. Yes. Like, you know, there are lots of ways to bring glory to God, to live your life as worship for him. Yes. And one of those can be just being a restore in a broken place. And uh, Jordan, how many people feel guilty that they're not, having those evangelistic conversation at work because they don't want to force it. Sure. And they feel like a total failure at work because that's their main definition of being a Christian at work, right? Mm-hmm. And it's more than that. It's a lot more than that. So, yeah. So your work matters. Thank you for bringing Very it much in. so. That's so good. Did you want to expound on something? You kind of mentioned something before we turned the mics on that you maybe wanted to Yeah, I've got, I was kind about. of thinking. So if you've got, if you think these, these three roles and and we're all kind of, we, t- we, lean, we lean towards one. What about like, so what I was thinking is the people that tend to be like, well, I'm really good at the prophetic of speaking truth, but I'm not good at the priestly kingly. Like, what would that, what would the failing of that be? What would that look like if you had a person that's really prophetic, but they're not good at the other two? So if you were only good at bringing truth and wisdom, but you didn't care for people or have a lot of influence? Yeah, and and, right, you probably lost influence. (laughs) You probably lost influence because you were shouting truth at people. So, okay, one, you're going to lose influence. Probably you're going to lose influence, right? Yeah. Because you're not caring about people. And if you mm-hmm. if I don't know you care, I don't care what you know, right? And you're not actually improving anybody's life probably because you're not thinking on that wavelength of, am I really helping people? You're just, you're just saying things that you feel like you need to say. Yeah. So you're going to be spouting a lot of truth, but probably it's not going to be heard and received and you're going to lo- probably actually lose influence. This if, is this is the guy on the street corner. Yeah, with, uh, the, with the, the, the bullhorn. The yep. end is nigh. Yes. Repent sinners. He's yeah. not wrong. Right. Those are true statements, both of them. <laughs> but it's just everybody avoids that corner of the street, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly right. So okay. what about the priest? What if I'm really good at the priestly role, but I'm not good at the prophetic or the kingly? What What's that one going to look like? So if you're good at the priestly role, so you care about people, you, you embody God's care and love, but you are not a good leader, you don't influence others... And you, and don't, you bring just don't bring truth or wisdom. Truth You're ever. probably just like a hippie. You're probably just like a feel good. <laughs> <Hippie. like, laughs> hey, I'm going to bring peace and love and care to your life. Yeah. But I'm not really going to tell you a lot of truth and I'm not going to really lead you well. Yeah. But I'm just a feel good person. Yeah. That's probably something like that. And you're right? probably going to be seen as a nice guy. They may not even know a you nice follow guy. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, this is just a nice guy. Mm, yeah. And he they may not even know. Him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about then, what if you're like great at the king, but man, you're horrible at truth and you're horrible at loving and caring for people. That's like the CEO that's really driven. Yeah. Super driven. They're going places and they've got the moxie and the influence. 
but they don't really maybe care about people as much as they should, and they don't really abide by God's truth and wisdom yeah, as much right. as they should. Yep. So it's just about the end justifies the means. They run people over. Maybe like a steamroller person. Yeah, steamroller. Yeah. The people who work with them don't feel like they care about them. Right. Yeah. You've got, I'm putting in 12 hours a day. You put in 12 hours a day. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. The ends, and in ministry, we can be this way too. Like the ends justifies the means person where even if I'm running over people or not being the most careful of people's feelings, like as long as uh, God's, purposes get a, uh, get accomplished in the end, then it's all justified, right? Yeah. Because it's for Jesus, so you have to be okay with it. And it's like, no, like there's a right and a wrong way to get a place. Yeah. So I think in ministry, we can see that one a lot yeah. sometimes. So that's why I, I was just thinking, what, what would those look like if each of them, if we just stayed good at one and we weren't good at all of them? We'll never be perfect at all of them, but I think we should seek to strive to grow. And the more we grow and become rounded in all three, I think they work together and they, they set each other up. Um, that if I'm a priestly guy, that, I mean, it sets up the prophetic. I just think they all set each other up well, and they work hand in hand, so. I agree. Yeah, thanks for going there with me, man. Yeah, that was, you know, probably 10 minutes you didn't have on the stage, but I think it would be <laughs> yeah. helpful to right. to people. I wanted to just touch briefly on some of the stories that you brought yes. yesterday. That was so good. You told from, it was like a, was it a book you read? Uh-huh. Yeah, the George the Jeweler, is yep. that it? And right. just the way he was a priest, the way he cared for people across the counter, like people felt his care and love. Um, and then you talked specifically about people in our body who are embodying this well. Um, you talked about Sarah Henry and uh, Susie Harshman, Susie Harshman, Steve Lowen. Yep, Lisa Lowen, Michelle. Lo- yeah, right. Webster. And so we see people doing these things. It's not like this is for just the super Christians. I mean, this is for yep. anybody who wants to follow Jesus and have an impact where they're at. Yep. So that was good because it kind of brought it down to my level. Like, okay, I can do this. I don't need to be like, you know, I mean, you look at these people on this list. I mean, they're Jesus followers with their whole lives. It's not like they come to church and act one way and then they go to their office and it's different. Like they are so sold out wherever they go. And that's really all it takes. Yeah. And they're, they're, they, they love Jesus. And I think probably without naming it, they were embodying this because when you follow Jesus, you embody these traits. But that's what I, that's why I brought the stories is to me, they were people that just, they lived this out. Probably a week ago, they couldn't have named these three things, but they do those three things mm-hmm. because to follow Jesus is to be good at, is to want to proclaim, it's want to love people and it's want to lead well, right? It's you want to do all three. But that's why this is so helpful because it puts words to what we already feel. Yeah. And it helps us to quantify it. And that's where we're going next. It's like, okay, if I was to think about what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, well, how do I improve? Like, this is how we do that. Instead of just saying, well, maybe I'll, I don't know, try and talk about Jesus five times next week. Or, yeah, you know, right. It's like, yeah. well, why don't we really look at the Bible and see what God's plan is for us and try and get better with that? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm glad we did this. You hit us with some challenge questions as we left. They were really good. The first was, which of these is kind of natural for you? So are you naturally the prophet, the priest, or the king? Um, and Garen, you would say prophet? Yeah, pro- I've always known that that was my number one. The priest and king follow close. Maybe priest is number two, but those are pretty close, but I've always felt like the prophet. You, when we did the assessment, you were the kingly one. Was your top one, wasn't it? Uh. I don't remember. Well, we switched them because there was a mistake. Yeah, because they had it. Yeah, the king was the so A, I and that's what up, you were. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of weird. 
uh, that I'm the king. I don't know. Yeah. That feels weird. That influence. But it's just somebody who wants to lead and influence others well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that would be my bent. Um, so those are natural for us. That's good. We recognize that that's kind of personality-wise the way we, that we lean. But then we look at the other two and it's like, okay, how do I improve on those yes. things? What steps can I take for me? Like what steps can I take to love others better and care for yep. them better Yep. and to abide in God's truth and wisdom more and to maybe be more vocal about those things and have them at the forefront of my mind and not it be an afterthought. Yes, right. You know? So, okay, so what's natural? And then you got to ask yourself, what's difficult? So my two, priest and prophet, are not, are not natural for me. So what's difficult about that for me? And why is it difficult, maybe? That's yeah. a good question to ask. And then just asking, is there some one thing I can do to grow in one of those areas this year, just to get better at it? And, yeah. You know, we keep it simple. But, you know, maybe it's your king is your, is your low one. Because I know what this is like. I don't like hard conversations. I don't like conflict. Did you just say your king is Lowen? It's uh, Lowen, yeah. Oh, because like, if Steve Lowen was my king, <laughs> I don't know. It's a messed up kingdom, man. <laughs> Wait, is he deacon chair right now? Uh, no, he's, okay, good. And he's going off. Like, so, oh, good. So it's really yeah. not going to be the Lowen It's really not going to be the Lowen kingdom right, good. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now that's, that's, would be. If you're low on king. Is what it, yeah, I'm low on king. Oh, you know, it's you. a little behind. I st- influence has always been something that happened that I did. But like, for me, it's like, I want to get better at those hard conversations because I'm really uncomfortable. Mm. And I would be a better king if I got better at those. Mm. And so that, so I can say, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to read a book on that. I'm going to talk to people about that. Okay. So, so it's about... <clears throat> You know, maybe if priest is your lowest, maybe you look for resources on how to love and care for people. Yeah, better. like read love does or yeah, something like that. And you're like, I want to get better at you that. That'd be really cool if you had like infinite hours to spend on this, Garen. Because you don't do anything anyway. So why don't you do this? Because <laughs> you're gonna go back and take a nap in your office, right? Because we don't do much here. Uh, so <laughs> what? What? Uh, you could make like a reading. That list would be really cool for like each of yeah, these. Yeah. Like, could, hey, do you want to be a better prophet? Here's three books yeah. to make you a better prophet. That is really good. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. So yeah, if anybody wants to put that together for us, that'd be. I neat. think we might do that. Okay. So um find yeah find resources to get better in 2023 did you say you had any specific resources for any of those um you said there was the book you mentioned from the stage that just kind of yeah talks i about think this idea. if you want to learn about prophet priest and king that book by um i think it's philip Riken that um the messiah comes to middle earth i think it is talks about jesus how he fills these three roles the three characters in lord of the rings that tolkien built to represent these roles and then how we can fill them. It's a really good book. It it hits this whole prophet priest king idea. So if somebody's interested in that. What's the name of that? I think it's Jesus um, comes to Middle Earth. Jesus comes to Middle Earth. I think is okay. what it is. Riken R Y K E N. So if you just want info on kind of this whole framework of prophet priest king with some examples in the Middle Earth story of how they embodied it and how Jesus embodied it, just to understand it better. Yeah, and how we can embody it. And how we yep. can embody it. That's a good read for you. If you, it kind of started as a joke, but the more we let it sit, I kind of think it's a good idea. We should put together like three books for each of these. I think so, these. for each of these. And yeah. Yeah, I agree. So be on the lookout for that on the website. Maybe yeah. we can do that. That's a really good idea. That'd be kind of cool. Um, if you, and if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I realize I really want to get better at this. Honestly, if you shot Garen an email, this man has books on books on books. He will give you something to get better at that. So if you need like ASAP, this week, I got to get better. That's a really good idea. You don't have to wait for the link. You can just contact him and he'll put a good book in your hands. Okay. All right. 
last one on the series. Any like bow to tie on top of this one? Or I just really, you know, we ended with a commissioning because I really want people to know that they are ministers of the gospel and that their work does matter, that Sunday is for Monday, that the, perhaps the greatest work of the church is the church at work. I just hope people are leaving with a greater sense of how important what they do is and how much kingdom impact has. So my prayer and desire is that people will live into this, that this will give people some feet to put towards being a kingdom, making a difference. So Yeah. The commissioning looked really cool on the video, and I wish I'd been here for it. But um, if you know anything about commissionings and why we do them and what they kind of uh, mean, then you know that that was a really meaningful thing. And it wasn't just something we ended with because yeah. we thought it would sound cool. Like God is calling us to our own individual places and you have been commissioned. You have been equipped and called to go to that place. And you are a missionary in your spot. Yep. And it's really key that we each garden in our own spot and that we each rule as kings, priests, and prophets. Yeah. So pretty cool way to end it. That was good. Okay. Next week, you can miss church. Yeah. So, I can just take off or just go go away for a while. Oh, now. I was talking to uh, the people listening. Oh, like, the people. Oh, because because I noticed you mentioned on the live stream. Yeah, I mentioned that I'm that I'm in. So yeah, I do. If the numbers are low, <laughs> you kind of showed our hand on that. I one. know. I th I thought this time I would like we we'll find out. <laughs> Giving down, attendance down, or it could be the opposite. <laughs> Giving shoots oh, way up. Yeah, that's right. Nobody's online because everybody's here that's in right. person. Like that's funny. Yep, I get to teach next week, which I'm excited about. And uh, that's the week before Christmas. So it'll be exciting. We're, we're glad. I think one thing we wanted to say, Lisa mentioned it in staff meeting, we're going to be sending out invites for Christmas Eve service. That's always a really big thing. Yes. If, if, you, if you've heard this series and you're like, okay, I want to make inroads at my Good. place. Um, you know, maybe there's even a person or two I want to have conversations with. I'm not sure where to start. Sometimes those little postcards are just ways to break the ice. Hey, we're going to Christmas Eve. If you want to come with us, yeah. we'd love you to. Yeah. And who knows what that good, could start. Good call. So that could be a good way to break into this yeah. as well. So, all right, guys, thank you so much. And uh, hope this was useful. We'll see you next week.